0: Still, changing is still what you do.
1: get us to think that he is not doing it anymore, but his word says that he's still saving. His word says that he's still healing, and where he moves, there's miracles, there's signs, there's wonders,
2: there's deliverances,
1: there's healings, there's setting free. Where he moves, saving you still. faith. It's by faith. It's by faith that I believe he still heals. It's by faith that I believe he still moves. It's by faith that I believe he still changes. I see people in here that won't hear a month ago. So it tells me that he still changes. It tells me that he still heals. I see he's healing marriages. I see he's healing relationships. I see he's mending the things that the enemy tried to break. I see he's healing hearts. He's bringing forgiveness. He's bringing deliverance. I see that he still moves. He still moves. He still moves. He still heals. See, I was in the grocery store the other day because we don't believe that he really moves and he really heals. And I was buying groceries and whatnot and I'm standing in line behind a, a gentleman who, was, who appeared to be disabled. And I, I was telling my wife the other day, I said, I don't know what it is lately. So I, I work with elderly people every day. I see ailments every day. I said, but here lately, it's like just to gaze upon it. It, 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 it breaks my heart to a place that it hasn't done it before. I said, so I'm, I'm like, Lord, what is this? So I'm in, the, I'm in the line in the grocery store, and the gentleman's just trying to trying to work around his cart and grab some, some, some bubble gum, and I saw him struggling just to get his wallet out of his back pocket, and, and I said, Lord, who am I? who am I that you wouldn't do that to me? Okay. I think about the children in the NICU at CHKD. I said, who am I that my daughter is whole? I said, I still have siblings who aren't saved. Who am I that I would be saved? Who am I that I deserve to be saved? When I couldn't quit smoking cigarettes, who am I that he would help me quit? When I couldn't stop drinking, who am I that he would take the taste out of my mouth? I still know people that still drink and can't stop. I still know people that smoke and can't stop. Who am I that he would free me from lust? I said, who am I? I don't deserve it because I know the thoughts that I had. I know the things that I meditated on. I know the things that I desired. I know the things I chased after. Who am I? See, that's how we have to approach God. Who are we that you will permit me to make it here today? Who am I that I turn on the news and it's not about my family member? Who am I that my child woke up this morning? Who am I that I'm not in the hospital right now, praying that you that you're a saver? Who am I that my child's not hooked up to a ventilator? Who am I that my pastor is in good health? That the people I care about still made it here another service? Who am I that I have a worship team? Who am I that we have an intercessor? We have a dance ministry. We have a pastor, a teacher, a prophet, a mother, a father. A friend, a brother, a sister. Who am I? Because I don't deserve it. I don't deserve that type of love. I don't deserve it. And my siblings, they've been incarcerated, but they're still alive. I know it happens in jail. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve my brother to be delivered from homosexuality. Because if it didn't happen, I wouldn't have a friend. I don't deserve that. I don't deserve God parents for my daughter that know how to pray. When I can't find a the prayer, they know how to keep me. When I don't have nobody to talk to, they know how to reel me in. I don't deserve friends like that. I don't deserve a pastor that's patient. didn't give up on me when I wanted to but he saw me at my end and not where I was when I couldn't see he would see for me when I was confused he would think for me when I couldn't decide he would point me in the right direction see I don't deserve that I didn't do anything to deserve that I was wretched I was sinful Everything I thought about was evil. I don't deserve my dad to be standing here. I tried to put hands on that man one day. I don't deserve that. I didn't deserve to baptize my family. I'm sitting here telling God, who am I? Who am I? said, I know the thoughts I have towards you. And what I have established is established. That's what he told me. I went to his word. His word said, what I have established, I have established. What I said will be, will be. So when I heard the psalmist saying that he still heals, say he still saves when I heard her say it I said God but who am I that I could experience that I would be a product of you healing I would be a product of you setting free that I would be a product of it it was in his plan that I would be a husband not in mine church I'm telling you church I'm telling you he still heals he still sets free he still forgives he said what can separate you from the love of God not even death I've already taken the keys from that I've removed the sting from him he proceeds to say that I've begun a good work in you And that I will bring to completion. He gives us these guarantees in his word from moments that we begin to doubt. He says, I am the Lord your God and I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Just like I delivered the Israelites, I can deliver you from lust. Just like I delivered the Israelites, I can deliver you from unforgiveness. still heals. He still sets free. He's still crying out for you. He's still asking you to come. He's still asking you to become. He's still asking you to lay it down so that I can lift you up. He's still asking you to humble yourself so that I can exalt you in due season. He's still saying lay your life down so that I can take it back up. He's still saying that I want you to know me in my resurrection. I've given you the gospel Yolanda I've given you the gospel which is the power into salvation he's still God he still heals he still delivers he still sets free see but I don't come to God thinking I know it all I don't come to him saying that I got this figured out I come to him with this Christ and Him crucified, and that He resurrected, and that He sits on the right hand of the Father ever to make intercession for me, that He sent me the Pericles, the standby, the one called alongside me, that would lead me and guide me to His Son, that would point me to the Father. And in the process, I would say, who am I that I deserve such a loving Father? we don't deserve it we don't deserve it i think about i think about where he brought me from no 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 not what was seen i think about where he brought me from in my heart and in my mind because that's what led me to where i was see when she said that he still changes no, y'all don't know. You don't know because when the man of God said, you still have a call on your life. Holy Spirit reached in and he snatched my heart. And I didn't know what to do but cry. Because I said I feel a love I never felt before. I said I don't deserve it. And I heard my cousin praying for me. And I heard my little cousin praying for me. And I heard my pastor crying out for me. And I heard my teacher still believing in me. And I heard my mother still praying for me. And I didn't know I had an intercessor. I didn't know I had friends. I didn't know it. Oh, but the mercies of God. The mercies of God. The mercies of God the mercies of God. I'm standing in line. He could barely get his wallet out. His wife is just looking at him like, would you just hurry up? I said, God, I... I said, I don't deserve it. But then he took me in his word. With are disciples, when did Jesus And they said, Lord, they said, what sin was committed? What sin was committed by the father? That that he would be crippled like he is. See, it's one thing to read the scripture. It's another thing to, to sit and be one of the disciples and asking him, Lord, why? Why is he like that? What happened? What made him deserve that? He said, it's not about that. It said, it's for this reason. That you would believe I was sent from the Father in the flesh to die on your behalf. The very reason is that you will believe in me. I said, it's the penalty of sin. It's the penalty of sin. The insidiousness of the enemy. That he keeps us bound and it was an outward expression of what has happened with my brothers and my sisters that are supposed to be free in christ that they're still disabled i found myself in line beginning to intercede not for him but for my brothers and my sisters that they would be loosed that they would be set free i was interceding for my father the other day i said lord I know what it looks like But I know what you said in your word That when your spirit descended on Saul That he became another man Now you said that you're the same God Yesterday, today, and tomorrow So spirit descend on him This is what the father is all about He's about healing He's about delivering. He's about bringing together. He's about, he goes to the undesirables. He goes to the ones that don't deserve it. He told me if you did deserve it, they wouldn't see that it was me. You needed to be wretched. You needed to be that womanized. You needed to be that. So that it would be only me that they would see. He still heals, but you got to want it. You got to see that you're broken. You got to see that you're undone. The prophet said, Lord, but I am a man that is undone. But he said, I will use you. Moses said, but Lord, I can't speak. I said, Lord, but I'm so filthy. He said, that's how they're going to see is me. See, the enemy confuses us, making us think, I have to have it together before I come to church. I got I to make it look right before I come. That's not God. God says, come as you are. Not that you would stay that way, but come as you are. The scripture says that the young man was laying by, by the water. Jesus came by and he said, Lord, every time I want to get there, somebody goes ahead of me and I can never get in. If somebody would just push me in. So I begin to push my brothers and sisters in the spirit. Because I said, Lord, maybe that's what they need is somebody just to push them in. See, but that's what God's intention is for the body. Is that I'm just as connected with Tony as I am with Al. I'm just as connected with my mom as I am my aunt. I'm just as connected with pastor as I am with the intercessor. There's no factions, no favorites, no. But we are of one body and of one mind and of one spirit because there is but one faith, one Lord, and one baptism. And that's how we experience the move of God. He's still God. He still reigns. He's still forever and ever. From everlasting to everlasting, he still provides, he still heals, he still makes whole. But we have to come to him like we believe it. I still believe Uncle Bobby can be healed. I have not stopped believing. And I won't stop believing because that's who I am, a believer. I still believe that my dad will be standing where he is. I still believe that Pastor's father is going to be here and his children. I still believe it. I still believe that he can do it. Whether I see it with my own eyes or not, I would be like the heroes of faith that died not seeing the promise but yet believing. still believe. I still believe, freedom. I still believe. I believe your man of God is standing beside you. I still believe. 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 Because that's how the kingdom works. If we would just but believe that his word is true. The Samaritan says, send your word, Lord. Send your word, and it shall be. So before the word is sent, we ought to be like the Samaritan, the centurion, excuse me, that said, I understand authority because I am a man under authority, that I tell him to go and he goes because we would have to be under authority to receive authority, and the authority is the Word of God. Glory to the Most High God. We can just give God some praise. If we can just tell Him how awesome He is, how wonderful He is, how merciful He is, how great He is, how awesome He is, how mighty He is, how great He is, and that His name is forever. He's worthy. 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 He continues to keep us. He's worthy. He continues to strengthen us. He's worthy. He causes us to endure. He's worthy. He never fails. Always faithful, trustworthy. He's God. And besides Him, there is no other. There's not a name that a man can be saved by except Yeshua. mercies of God, how awesome it is to, him, to behold Him, to stand in His presence at this time. If we would remain standing in the presence of God for the reading of His living Word, His Word incarnated that it ascended back again, and now that we read it by His Spirit, The Old and New Testament.
3: I'll be reading the Old Testament, Psalms 33, 8, verse 16. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The the Lord bringeth the counsel of the heaven, and not he maketh the devices of people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, and thoughts of his heart in all generations. Blessed is that is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, he beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his inhabitation, he looketh upon the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike, he considereth all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host, and mighty man is not delivered by such strength. In the word of, God. I will be reading the New Testament Ephesians six five through six in amplified classic. Servants, slaves, be be obedient to those who are your physical matters masters, having respect for them, eager, concerned to please them, in singleness, a motive with all your heart, as ser- service to Christ himself, not in the way of eye service, as if they were watching you, and only to please men, but as servants, slaves of Christ, doing the will of God, heartily, and with your whole heart, in the word of the Lord, is.
0: I'll be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 13. This is the love chapter and the foundation of this ministry. And what should be the foundation for all of our lives. It so reads, if I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion such as is inspired by God's love for and in us I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal and if I have prophetic powers the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose and understand all the secret truths and mysteries and possess all knowledge and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love God's love in me I am nothing a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude unmannerly and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful, It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary. Incomplete and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching, is fragmentary. Incomplete and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect, the total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void, and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now, we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality as in a riddle or enigma. But then, when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part, imperfectly, but then I shall know and understand fully and clearly even in the same manner as I have been fully and clearly known and understood by God. And so faith, hope, love, abide. Faith, conviction and belief respecting man's relation to God and divine things. Hope, joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. And love, true affection for God and man. Growing out of God's love for and in us, these three, but the greatest of these is love.
4: Amen. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. Y'all try not to be so scattered out. Kind of tighten it up a little bit. Please, tighten it up a little. That's right. Let's obedience is best. I know you're comfortable where you were at. You know, come on. Mm. I want to. I want to be balanced, man. Okay. I don't know if any of y'all were when you was in high school or school. You wanted to be in the back or you want to be up front or someone to be in the middle I used to want to be in the back no I, I just needed some glasses so I, I had to come up front <laughs> y'all alright? Yeah. y'all know I'm not going to just dive right in and I got to make my connections Check the spirits in here. Check your demon at the door. Don't bring them in here. <laughs> if he does, he will be expelled. Okay? I'm giving them warning. If I see him move, I'm going to move. All right? Demons are real. <laughs> Just like the air that you breathe that you don't see. Demons are real. You might not see them with your physical eye, but you see the manifestation of them. Hmm. All right. Hey, good to see you, Paul. I like a man of his word. Amen. 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 That that means a lot. That shows your character. Amen. I could talk about character all day. Because you can never go beyond your character. You can say you this, but you really can't go beyond your character. You can lie and say, yeah, I'm going to be here, but you can't go beyond your character. Watch, you don't come. Because that's your character. That's right. You should be your word. Nah. Well... Not really, you are, but you're not. Should be the word you should have the character now of Christ if you're saved. You should be striving after that which is perfect. Okay, all right, man. All right, roll call. Tony, not here. He's out of time for work. Okay, y'all. Pass. Hey, if the sheep in here, I got to know. Yeah, all right. All right, all right. Where are the beards? See, see, that's another thing. Men don't like to be accountable. If you come here, are you going to be accountable? There's safety in that. Yeah. It's safety because you can't police yourself. Yes, you should be able to. Accountability is important to your character. If I don't love you, I don't care. If you don't love your kids, you don't care what they do. Right? But I care. I'm a shepherd. How many of you know who you are? I know you a species called human being. You know that we all know that. But who are you? Why do you exist? What is your purpose? It's a shame to be 80 years old and you die and you never know your purpose. You never know why you were placed on this earth. It won't to eat, have sex, and die. I should come to each and every individual and say, what is your purpose? And you should give me an answer immediately. Why are you here? Hmm. And while I'm here, what should I be doing? Every product has a manual. And you are a product of God's love. Here's your manual. You just haven't read it. You try to live your life without reading the manual. You try to make choices without reading the manual. The manual is just the mind of the creator. And in the design, the creator puts the purpose in the creation. Who are you? Why are you here? Maybe I haven't painted a broad enough picture for you before we get into what we need to do, right? Yeah? It's your manual. Teaching and instruction. How to live. How to get to heaven, because this life is going to end and you have to take an account of it. See, that's the, the man does not want to be told what to do. He doesn't want to be told how to govern his life. Yet you sit here and don't know who you are, why you are here. Mm, okay, I'm doing just a little research. That's what a teacher does. That's what a pastor does. He gathers information. That's what my job, my, I gather information for you. I gather seeds for you. And I'm planting right now. I'm sowing right now so you will have a harvest. That's why a farmer sows. And the sower sows the word. You're a seed. You are a seed. Everyone is a product of a seed. It has a purpose inside of the seed. Whatever it's going to be. A seed for a tree, whatever that's going to be is in that tree, a table, a, a framework for a house is in the seed. It's already there. Who are you? Oh, man. You're, a product. You're a seed and it has to have a purpose. If I throw seed on the concrete, it will not grow for a thousand. It will never grow. It's not its purpose that it can't produce. But if I put it in the earth, the purpose of that seed will begin to function. And I place Adam in the garden so he could function. Problem is, you don't know who you are. How many of you have ever said, I wish I won't hear? Come on, be, You know, when you down in the dumps. Come on, y'all. I wish I won't hear. Okay? All right. Yeah. Let's be honest. You still got people in church just lie. Let something tragic happen. You be like, why? I wish I won't hear. I, didn't. You got, I wish I won't hear. I didn't ask to be here. They got some kids suing his parents because he didn't ask to be here. Who did you ask? That's what I want to know. Who? No one is here by mistake. No one. I don't care how you got here. By rape, incest, whatever. You're here by design. You're not... My last count y'all know I love science. Yes, you, do. <laughs> you know, there's always profit this time.. <laughs> 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 anyway, y'all know I love science. So my last count and it seems to be changing over the years. At the release of sperm, there are 200 million possibilities. In one release, 200 million seeds. And God said, Paul. And God said, Shaft. 200 million sees and he said Melvin, Come on. 200 million and the count is going up oh, you are not here by mistake see the problem is how you got here that's what you'll focus on but god said uh oh, right there tamika 200 million. Precise. And when I called you out, I put a purpose in you. My Lord. Your seed. Yeah. 200 million at one time. And he said, come You're not a mistake. You're here with a purpose. This is why you're going to function right, because you don't know your purpose. You think your purpose, some of us think our purpose was to get high. Say that and stay high. Yeah. Some of us do our purpose just to be angry. Go ahead. Feel good. I feel, I feel good to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here. The problem is is that you have not been planted in the right environment so you can grow and produce because you got another plan. you got another soil you want to plant your seed in. are here in this room. You have a divine purpose. The problem is you blind. You can't see because you've been planted in the wrong environment. You're not here by happenstance. You're here by design and purpose. And in that purpose I put, listen, and in that design of that, see, I put your purpose. I put your path. I put whatever you're going to be. I knew you before you entered your mother's womb. I knew you and ordained you. You sit here and you don't know your purpose. You sit there and you have not produced. Something I want to talk about today and don't get into it. I want to talk about relationships. If we can get there. If we can get there. First, before we go anywhere, I want to put the scripture again, Proverbs 12, 1. Do the New Living Translation. It's a little more blunt. To the point. It's Too much candy coating.
0: Proverbs chapter 12 at verse
4: 1. Hold on. It's too much candy coating. I'm going to need you to be able to take something. I'm going to need you to be able to take the truth. See, we, there's too much pandering and too much, you know, just little puppy love for you and, and all that. It's time now to put, take off the pull-ups yeah. and be mature in the things of God. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. I need you to be able to take something. Yeah. Okay, read the scripture. <laughs> read the scripture. Oh, Proverbs. Hold oh, on. You know why you're going to have to be able to take something? Because you're going to always be going through something. Always. That's why I'm going to need you to be able to take something. I'm going to talk about relationships today. We'll talk about love today. Right? Okay. I guarantee you, Paul, there won't be no hooping. It will not be. I told you. I gave you all the scripture for that last week. They received the word with gladness. Yes. Yes. Say that. Yes. Right. Say yeah. Hey, say that. But listen. the when the circumstance came, the word took no root in them. The word took no root in them. So when the circumstance came, they fell apart. Because they were running around the church, a bunch of hooping and hollering and not producing anything. But that's what the church like. That's what the church like. I'm not gonna give you what you like. I'm gonna give you what you need, so you can produce. What's in you, Q? What's in you that needs to be pulled out? Now, what's in you? What, what is it? Is it a book? Is it, a, is it What is it? Is it a how-to something? What is it? Lord. What is it that's in you that's dormant that will not come up? What is it that's in you? What is your purpose? Amen. Who are you supposed to be developing? I can go to each and every one. Okay. Read the scripture. Yeah, I'm just telling you to read it.
0: Proverbs 12, 1. To learn, you must love discipline.
4: Okay. Stop. You see the functionality, right? Yes. I need y'all. I keep saying faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So I need y'all to do this because, you know, tomorrow you'll forget this. To learn. This is what you came here to do. Is to learn. Christ. Not shout around and no production. Christ. You came here to learn. Go ahead, minister.
0: It is stupid to hate correction.
4: That sounded even better this week than it did last week. <laughs> That's the word of God. Don't have no issue with me. You take it up with the Father. To learn, you must love discipline. So, discipline is love. And love is discipline. You got to get that in your spirit first before we move on. You must love correction. You're going off the cliff. Why don't you want me to tell you you're going off the cliff? You're comfortable in your, in your, you no, know, you're comfortable in this masquerade. This altered universe of your mind. This, this augmented truth. And we get comfortable in that. So you, you're not, you can't, you won't learn. You can't, nobody can teach you anything. And you don't know everything. Let's just look at your choices up until today. Let's look at let's look at your choices up until today. This is what a shepherd is designed to do, Paul. He is to help you make sound choices. He can see. His job is to shepherd you, guide you. Not to take your manhood away. Not to come in your house and run your home. But it's spiritually to guide you to make you think. Amen. See, see this is what I love about Marvin. He has adapted himself to his man of God, to his pastor. It ain't ain't diminish who you are, has it? Matter of fact, it's enhanced you. That's right. And I'm going to work with him. Can I share? Because he said, he said, Pass. he came and taught me. He said, I need help. He said, I need help for me. He didn't say his wife yet. Yeah. He said, I need help for me. Can you help me? He's his own man. He got his own personality. He got his own ways. He got all those things. He got all those things. He had his own vice. He had all the stuff. He drank all these type of things. See, he ain't scared now. Because when you do that, it clouds, it clouds your perspective, your perception of life. Because you let some grapes, fermented grapes rule you. You let it have dominion over you and you're supposed to have dominion over it. Oh, that's your purpose. You can put weed in there too. You can put tobacco in there too. It rules you. And you are supposed to rule it. I mean, break break it down. I mean, alcohol is just grapes. But you read that bottle, it's a spirits. You have been deceived. But then we don't want to talk about it. Okay. I'm keep that fast. Don't touch that one. I'm going to shine the light on that one. Because you can't see or think correctly at the moment. And when you get that clear mind, you can see everything, don't you? Come on, Mario. See, he's not afraid. He's a real man. He's not afraid to say, these was my faults. Help me. Help me. See, pride keep you in that ignorant stage. It won't develop you. Oh, okay. Oh, man, pride is just too much. Oh, man. Can I pastor? Okay, I want to pastor. I want to pastor. That's what I do. That's my purpose. And Paul said, make your election sure. You should know how you don't... I'm going to tell you, it's all boiled down to relationships. It's all boiled down to relationships. I got to give y'all something here. Hold on. Can I continue in this flow before I get to the relationship? All right. Just want to make sure. Why am I here? I ain't asked to be here. And all this mess is happening to me. What's going on? Ain't happened to them over there. Why it always happened to me? Who said that? So I'll just be honest. Y'all just don't want to be honest. At some form, you have said that, folks. Don't be just raise your hand. You're ashamed. Don't be ashamed. You're supposed to be in believer now. Go to Jeremiah. Go to Prophetess. Mm-hmm. Tell her I'm in Jeremiah. Jeremiah 1, 5.
0: Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations.
4: Hold on. Before I formed you, so you already existed. And in that before existence, your purpose was already solidified. How you don't know. What you are called to do. Hmm. How you don't know your purpose. That's what I'm here to help you with. Amen. Amen. If you allow me. (laughs) Didn't have to do nothing, didn't Mario? Mario just made a declaration. I won't help. And help showed up. Just like help is here for you right now. But you have to do the work. He was willing to do the work. Yeah. Now you think I'm going to sit down with you and do this. Thing. I could do that too. But he heard, you're hearing the same thing you're hearing over the pulpit. He's hearing it. You're hearing the same thing. Don't same way. Hearing the same thing at the same time as you. That's why you ain't got to touch your neighbor. Stand there. Ain't stand there. The question is, is what type of soil do you have? For the seed to be planted, what type of soil do you have? That's the question. Before I formed you in your mother room, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. You're not here by <laughs> mistake. You're here by his choice. 200 million and he chose you. So with that alone. You should know I have purpose. That alone, I have purpose. Good gracious. He said, I chose you as my instrument. Before, before you were born, I kadosh, I separated you sanctified you Amen. for my purpose. Right. Problem is, you're living your
5: purpose. That's right.
4: And them too shall never meet. Yeah. As far as the east is from the west. All you did was line up your purpose to the purpose of God. That's all any of you have to do is line up your purpose to the will of God. His purpose for your life. But he gave you free will because you can choose. Amen. Most of us have chose wrong. Don't, this is the worst thing, is to sit here and still chose wrong. That's how we're going to get into relationship. God, everything he does has a purpose. Oh, the flowers, everything. They're so beautiful. He didn't create them from beauty. Uh They're so beautiful. He didn't create them from beauty. Because certain insects go to the color that he designed them to go to. It had a purpose. It had a purpose. Not for you just to be, it's beautiful. But it had a purpose for that insect. That's how it pollinated. It went to where it did the certain colors that it goes to. Its purpose was for that. Wow. For pollination. It purposed because the colors were for that. Not for you to look at and say, oh, it was beautiful. No, it was because that's where the insect needed to go. That type. It had the the lily of the field, the bud. The, it had a purpose. Everything has a purpose. Mm. Yeah. Mm, okay. Go to Isaiah. Let's work the word a little bit. So. Hmm. So Jesus was slain 2000 years ago, right? That's when they put him on the cross, right? But the scripture says That he was slain before the foundation of the world. Uh-uh, uh-uh, he died 2,000 years ago. No. The Bible says that he was slain before, before the foundations of the world. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. See, we 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 have no understanding. And with all thy getting, get in understanding. He was slain before. Before the foundation. His blood was shed before. His purpose was before. Just like yours. I knew you before. I sanctify I ordained you before you enter in. okay All right. you there you go to, did you go to Isaiah go to Isaiah 46 eight
0: Isaiah chapter 46 and verse 8 earnestly remember this
2: mm-hmm.
0: be ashamed and own yourselves guilty bring it again to mind and lay it to heart. Oh, you rebels. Verse Mm 9. Earnestly remember the former things which I did of old, for I am God and there is no one else.
2: I am God and there is none like me.
4: Remember, I did the former things. Okay, damn. Okay, all right. Go to. Hope you make get this one, and I'll bring it back to it. Revelation thirteen eight. Revelation chapter
0: thirteen and eight. And all the inhabitants of the earth will fall down in adoration, and pay him homage, everyone whose name has not been recorded in the book of life. Of the lamb that was slain in sacrifice from the foundation of the world. Okay, so
4: you saw that, right? All right. He said ordained you before, correct? Right? All right. Go to where I want you to go here. Oh no. I think I might have Miss that. It's in Ecclesiastes. Uh, Hold on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't worry, we're going to get it. Where's my scripture at? Here's my scripture? It's in Ecclesiastes. You know the one he said, he requires that which is past. That's in Ecclesiastes, come on minister, help me out, there you go, 315, I think I had Ephesians 315, I'm sorry, that's good too.
0: Ecclesiastes chapter 3 at verse 15, that which is now already has been, and that which is to be already has been. And God seeks that which has passed by so that history repeats itself.
4: Okay. Wait a All right. Now, you know, that's deja vu. Some of y'all had deja vu before, right? For a moment, just a fraction, because you really have been there. You really have seen it already. Wait a minute. So you, there is no new thing under the sun. So BTW is not new. It's already been because it was in the beginning and before the foundation of the world. It existed. It's in you as part of the seed that's in you. Dance star, the same thing. You didn't create. it; It's already been there. And he requires that which is past. I ordained you. I placed it in you. You're the seed. See, what the problem is, a lot of y'all are dormant. And the things that are in you, it's not going to be new. It's old. It's already been. And he requires that which is past. This is why he says, I've done the from the beginning. I know it the beginning from the end. When he do it, it's here. Oh, God. But really, it's here. This is your past. Okay. Yeah, when gonna. Y'all ain't get it. It's the deer in the headlights. Y'all ain't got it. Mm-mm, you got to get it. Okay, okay. Read it again. Read it again.
2: That which is now. That which is now. You sitting right in that chair. What you're doing right now, sitting in that chair. Read it. Already has been. You already have been there. My Lord. Yeah. Go ahead. And that which is to be. Tomorrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Already has been.
4: Already has been. Does anybody don't understand this? Let me, put your hand up. I'll come to you. Let me come to you. Okay. Nick, what do you want to do? Then be a doctor. Because it's already has been. It's already has been. If that's your desire, then do it. It cannot not happen. Because God requires that which is past. So you're saying, I want to do it in the future. You want to do it in the future. He said, That has already been. Just like you have already been. Have you ever had déjà vu? Because you've already been there, you've done it. That's the word of God.
2: Read it again. That which is now, right now, sitting in this chair, already has been. You've been it. You've done it before. And that which is to be tomorrow, the doctor, already has been. Already has been.
4: I always wanted my own gym. always wanted my own gym. Spent a lot of time in the gym. Wanted my own gym. Go downstairs, 108, and my gym is there. Already been. If God has given you something to do, then he's given you the resources for it. See, this is going to get into, see, I got to get into relationship because you don't understand men for thee and people for thy life. You want to do your cooking thing, right? So you've been practicing it. Don't be afraid then. Then what you want to do tomorrow is already been. There's nothing new under the sun. It cannot. Only thing can stop it not happening is you. Could it be that simple? You don't believe. Well, then you got to do all the things you're supposed to do to be a doctor. First, remove all distractions. Remove every distraction, Neca. Remove every distraction so you can focus on what you've already done. People, places, and things. You always been walking by me, Mario. No, the word. Do you believe the word or you don't? I always wanted in my own gym. I started in my little house gym. See, don't despise small beginnings. See, you got to take the step when the seed is planted. It grows. It take a minute before it actually germinates and take root and grow. And you heard me say, it won't here. But I said, it's going to be here in 30 days, and it's here. I'm going to go to the grave empty. Nothing in me. That's right. The graveyard full of potential. People had books and, you know, movies and everything they should have done. Restaurant, all kind of stuff. Forfeit because they don't know who they are or their purpose. Who's young man by you? Son, How you doing? What's his name? David. How you doing? David. David. We got another David in. Then hey. David. Oh, what do you want to be, David? You want to go to the Air Force. Oh, he want to defend his country. Oh, he want to go to the Air Force. Then go to the Air Force. It's that desire. See, that See that passion feeds that desire. Do everything you need to do. Remove your distraction. When the cute girl comes, tell her, you know, we can't because that's a distraction. Make your father premature. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Cut her off. Mm-hmm. If, you gotta, if you want to do that, you want to travel like you don't need luggage and all these responsibilities at that time at your age. How are you? Seventeen. How? Sixteen. Okay. When you be seventeen? May? May of what? All right. I'm May of seven. Amen. 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 Glory to God. That's the month. Five. Grace. Jesus. Look at this. Then do it. Jesus. Then what you meditate on the most, you become. Okay, that's right there. And it's never too late, Paul. It's never too late. You got a desire. It's never too late. See, in that desire, it's all of the resources. People for thee, men for thy life. See, you don't understand. Teach, I'm going to go into that one. Mm, Go ahead. Woo. Who said church ain't exciting? Who said church ain't exciting? Mm, mm. The problem is with us is we never want to do the work. He Okay, the fish ain't trying to learn how to swim. It's not a fish alive that can't swim. That's that's this in their nature. It's built in. The, the owner built it in. The designer built it into them. What did he build into you? You're in the image of God. I told y'all, he's the example. Example means to strike a blow as to leave an imprint. And you're creating the image of God. Now, you can do all things through through Christ. See, everybody else, the the secular world, and they all try to do it excluding Christ. It's through him. And in your weakness now, he's made strong. He is. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, I'm trying to. Anybody else don't understand? See, he placed that desire in you. What happens is you won't cultivate it. You won't do what's necessary. You won't discipline yourself what's necessary for it to break through that first layer. That seed. You won't do what's necessary. Hmm. She said, I want to be a doctor. And you are snared by the words of your lips. Say it. Then become it. Then do everything you're supposed to do. Watch what happens. Oh, I need to do a study. Yeah. Apply myself. Yeah. Cut all distractions. People, places, and things. Yeah. Have to to get there. Yeah. Ask them to redeem my time. I might have wasted some time. Let me catch up. Yeah. There's some knowledge in time that I missed. I need that redeemed to me. Exponentially. See? See, y'all don't understand you're a seed. And in the seed, everything that's ever going to be is in the seed. You're not a mistake. You have purpose. You're here. You're here with a purpose. God put it in you. If you fail, it's because you choose to fail. You choose to fail. You choose not to do the work that's necessary. You choose not to commit. We're supposed to be believers here. Amen. Where's Eric? Okay, okay. Y'all know how I feel now. See, I'm not like a pastor that you don't have my numbers. Some of y'all got my number. Don't tell me you want to be connected with me, and then when I let you see, I told you everybody, every man ain't ready for me to pull that string on you. They're not accountable. They're not accountable. They want me ready. They just pet you. It ain't gonna be all right. I want to. Just women, men get mad because the woman can see the boy in the man. And the woman, get, the man gets mad because she see the boy in him. Just take something away from him. Tell him he can't do something. What does he do? He pout. He get mad. He's upset. He angry. And she's just saying, listen, I'm trying to function how I'm designed. And you, because you don't know your purpose, I can't function in my purpose what she's saying I can't function in my purpose you get upset when I tell you I'm I'm designed to see what you don't see I'm designed to keep my foot in your back I mean that's it until you can walk straight up yourself it's to help you the ministry is in him The ministry is in you. It's not in her. It's in you. She's your helper. Help you meet your destiny in the earth. But you get mad and angry. Yeah, but I'm going to need her to be right too. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, Don't, don't be careful. Be careful because I'm going to need you to be right. You got to be right. You got to be submitted. The Bible said a sanctified woman sanctify the man. That means you can't just be doing what he's doing. Yes. And it works vice versa. The sanctified man sanctifies the husband, the wife. It works both ways. God is not an author of confusion. It is. And the men don't want to come in and hear another man tell him what he's doing wrong. That's wrong right there. You are been deceived. I see... I want to get in. The first thing that Satan does is sow a seed. The first seed that he sows is the seed of distrust. That's the first seed that he sows into a man. A seed of distrust. That's what he does. That's why he ain't here. Or oh, she ain't. Because she can be here and not here. That's, that's, that's just as bad as that. happened. A father in the home who's not a father. What's wrong with everybody is a father. Absent of one. How are you going to be one? You didn't have the example. You didn't have the imprint. So how are you going to be a good father? How are you going to help him? No, he want to follow somebody else instead of you. Hmm. Hmm. I'm trying to. See, just what a shepherd does, he corrects. Your thinking is wrong. He's got to correct your thinking. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, it's one thing to, re, to recant that, but it's another thing for having engrafted and it's actually true. And come to church, he's sleeping. Can't stay up five seconds. Mind wandering everywhere, looking at whoever. Mm. Okay. That's one of the reasons why we keep our praise team in the back. I've been at church, too much going on up front. You're trying to praise and worship, and it's a distraction. See, people just, you ain't supposed to be seeing them. That's not about them. Okay. But see how, got young men in here. Praise the Lord. Alright. Praise Him. And you're gonna get in there. Y'all alright? Y'all enjoying yourself? Y'all learning something? Are you learning something? Or are you just saying? Well, how you know you learn is that you apply. Other than that, you just hearing. You ain't, you ain't learned nothing. You, immediately. You gotta apply immediately. The enemy is coming immediately for the word that was sown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. All right, okay, here we go. I guess we can, Uh. Whew. all right. Oh, all right. Okay. Y'all mind what I just wait for? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to teach I want to talk a little bit. Uh, can I just, I, y'all know me. I like my little, <laughs> I've been doing some side notes. i kind of teaching. All right. right. All right. <laughs> power is not for revenge. Okay. Power, power is for transformation. yes. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. 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 Power is not for revenge. It's right. It's for transformation. That's right. It's for transformation. Mm. Let that marinate just for a second. I'm getting into relationships. I got some questions I want to ask y'all about your relationship, your relationships. Mm. <laughs> mm. Woo, it's going to be tough, y'all. Here's another one. Sometimes he just gives you thoughts. I don't say random because it's not random. It's precise. It's for you. So many of us are still in prison with our past. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Not if you are born (laughs) again. Y'all got baptized, that's
3: that
4: an outward expression of the inward work done. That's what baptism is. It's an outward expression of that work, that inward work in your heart, your suke, your mind. Okay. You can't free anyone if you're not free. You got wise and they're telling everybody you need to do this and that you still are not submitted. You're not submissive. The submissive doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're strong. Anytime you lean your own will and give your will to another, that shows strength. But the problem with it is that you don't trust. You can't talk about relationship you don't talk about trust. Right. right? Okay, all right. You can't free anyone if you're not free from bitterness. There mm. she goes. My queen to me. <laughs> I want to hit that high note. <laughs> oh man. You gotta have fun with your spouse, man. You gotta have fun, man. You gotta have fun, man. You sure do. We tear it up. Okay, teacher. I I'm a, I'm gonna give you a little quick little review. Power is not for revenge, it's for transformation. Okay. And I said so many so many of us are still uh in prison with our past. But you should be born again. And I say you can't free anyone if you still are not free from bitterness, anger, depression. You can't help anyone. And this one is to my married couples. I need all the married couples. And I I need all the ones who want to get married. Heck, I need everybody. All right. We just need everybody. We just need everybody. I'm going to help what's going on with us right here. Y'all in? I need everybody. All security in? Yes, sir. All right. Listen closely. Selfishness Hello? is the womb of all sin. If you're having trouble in your marriage, it is because of selfishness. It destroys marriages. Which is the will and the plan of God for all humanity. Selfishness destroys relationships. (laughs) <laughs> destroys marriages. I thought I would get one amen.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 I thought I would get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. This is the truth. This is what destroys your marriage. It ain't things. It ain't stuff. It's selfishness. It's what destroys marriage. I need everybody look up the short man up here. This is what destroys your marriage. Either you are selfish or you both are. This is what destroys relationships with people. This is what destroys your relationship with God. I ain't got time for you today, God. Everything's good. I don't need anything right now. I'll call you when I need something. You selfish. It's the wound of all sin. Your marriage is not about you, it's about others. Your marriage is not about you, it's about others. See, you don't know the plan of God, you don't know the will of God, you don't understand how your marriage saves the world. What's gonna culminate at the end? A marriage. You're the bride of Christ. It's it's a marriage. It's the relationship. Relationship is the most important thing to God. Relationship. That's why you are here. That's why you exist. Did y'all get it? I know somebody was searching why and who and you're here for a relationship. Love is not complete unless it's shared. And he is shalom. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. Some of us just not good friends. I watch y'all friendship. I watch who say they are friends with each other. Yeah. Husband and wives. I watch that. Oh, okay. Paul said, I become all things to all men. I told you it's going to be rough. Our marriage is not about you and me, even though we get to reap the benefits of it. But it's not about you and me. That's right. Exactly. You got it. It is. It is about you. It's an example. It should leave an imprint. Whitney, he can't step to you in any way. That's right. Because now you have an imprint, you know. What a real marriage is supposed to do and produce. Yeah. What it's supposed to do. See, a lot of us are deceived. It's not hopeless, though. It's not hopeless. It's only hopeless if you quit. Only if you quit. There you go. Come over here. We come over here. We come over here with, come over here with neck and them head. Everybody over here. We stand over here. How y'all doing? It's rough over there.
5: <sighs> okay.
4: Mm. Mm. I really, I really feel for our fathers, our husbands. Um, Everything is in your hands. (laughs) See, that's the problem. Most men don't want responsibility. They don't want responsibility for the condition of their home. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Can I go there? Can I go there? All right. Yeah, most men don't want the responsibility. So I look at the home. I look at the father. I look at the husband. And he displays the condition of the home. Oh my God. He does. Oh my God. He does. He does. If the kids are unruly, it's his fault. And I look at the minister's. I look at all the kids, I, and I look at you. Mm, I'm looking. I'm looking at her. She's only seven months, but I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her daddy. I'm looking at her. The condition of your home is because of the father. How your kids act is because of how you act. Oh, we getting in there now. I got a few more minutes. You know, a, buckle up. <laughs> you are responsible for the condition of your home. You are responsible for the condition of your children, Mario, how they act, what they do. You got to be aware. It ain't so much of me coming after the kids. I'm coming after you. Because your kids are an example. They only imitate their environment. If you let them get away with it, It's because you let them. That's right. And when you correct them, they act the same way that you act when your correction is there. Because they only imitate because you didn't correct them. That's not the proper way to behave. So I ain't coming after the kid. I'm coming after you. And husband, if your wife is acting crazy, it's you. Because the word of God says she is to adapt herself to you. That's right. oh, that's I think I just need to come in the amongst man. the people then. Right. Roll through. Roll through. Roll through. I'm just saying. What's <laughs> up on that. Uh, come on now. Come on that, That's the deal. That's the real deal. See, the problem is that the man won't take a good look. At himself. Because that's the condition of your home is you. It's the mental mind base of your home is you. I'm just I'm just it's the truth. Hey, go ahead. I like but did y'all hear what Mario said? He said, I got some work to do. He saw his son up there standing by me on Tuesday night. He saw his son, he saw what he was doing. That need to be corrected. Amen. See, see that's what Mario. See, that's why Mario going to grow because he loves correction. And he's not afraid to look at himself and say, I need to fix that. I do. See, I'm going to show you what you need to do, but you got to do the work. But you won't do the work if you try to go beyond your character. Okay. Oh, man. I wrote nine pages and I ain't got to none of them yet. I got nine pages here. I want to go through the nine pages. Y'all ain't ready. I'm a, they said, they put that book down. Put that one down, Pastor. <laughs> Y'all know we record everything. So we got an app coming out. Hey, Terrence, thanks for praying for me. As you can see, I'm healed, and you need signs following you, too. Terrence, prayed for me the other night. You know, I was Bill and Jim, I'm out there. They, they were mad at me because I was helping move the treadmill, and I pulled a little muscle right there. And uh, it was really bad, bad, worse than I was saying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was hurting. So, um, I, I was pastoring. I had to had to do something. And and Terrence called me. And, and by the end of the conversation, he prayed for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. It. It's good now. It's good. It's good now, man. All right, it's good. It's good. But I still was going to preach. I might have stood still. But I was still coming. That was my only concern. That's what y'all don't understand something. Y'all don't understand something. Y'all don't understand what was at jeopardy. See, it won't for me. See, no, it was for his namesake. No, y'all don't understand. Now, my healing is for his namesake. <laughs> Your deliverance is for his namesake. It ain't even about you. It's about him. I don't want to put a blemish on his namesake. Y'all, I'm going to teach on that, too. Y'all ain't ready for that. It's namesake. Woo! Oh, my God. Good God. Oh, you're in the right place. Man, are y'all getting filled? Full of the word? Are you growing sitting here like, man, faith is now. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. If you ain't growing, don't come. Why? I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to have skill, wisdom, how to maneuver through this life. Fearlessly. Okay. Relationship. The way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected. Or the state of being connected. Are you in a relationship? That means you would have to be connected. That is what establishes a relationship, that you are connected. You say you're in a relationship with God. Are you connected to Him? Hmm. Oh, teacher. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. How many of y'all ever said, now be honest with you. I don't need nobody but God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't need nobody but God. <laughs> Let me see them hands again. Who has said that? Some of you need to put two of them up. Okay, and a foot. All
3: right.
4: All right. I don't need nobody but God. Hmm. Okay. All right. Listen to this. Relationships are critical to your success. Relationships are critical to your success. Okay. Mm-hmm. Relationships are a requirement for life. Hey, that. All right. <laughs> you all hear that? The mindset or mentality of all. I need is God is not true. Even God needed man. Even God needed man. Okay, he had the angels, but God needed man. He come and live and dwell inside of. Man. His image is in man. Okay. Okay. Even God needed man. I told you love has to be shared to be complete. She would need it, man. Oh, man. Remember, we're talking about relationships, right, today. Right? Actually, we all, the whole time. Watch this. As I said, when the enemy wants to destroy an individual, the first thing that he does is sow a seed of distrust. Sound good even the second time you heard it? That's the first thing he did in the garden with Adam and Eve, Ish and Isha. Had God said. Ooh. Had God said. What he was really saying is that God cannot be trusted. That's what he was saying. Had God said. He was saying God can't be trusted. Had he said it. Had he said that you shouldn't eat from this tree? The knowledge of good and evil. Mm. First thing he saw in a relationship with you and anyone else is distrust take a catalog of your relationship husband and wife start with you first mm. has he sown a seed of distrust mm. It it's like he worked, but we we act like we don't see it because you see the person. I told you, your warfare is not against flesh and blood. It's against the unseen, but you think it's the person. It's what's influencing the person. It's what door they yielded themselves to. It's what they meditate on, what they allow in their eye gate and the ear gate. It's what they've conceived in their heart. Amen? So be it. say that? Okay, here we go. Distrust was the very first seed ever sown by the enemy. I heard somebody say, well, he said he put the herb in the tree. Oh, no, I said by the enemy. Okay? Distrust means the feeling that someone or Something cannot be relied upon. So distrust is a feeling. Uh-oh, distrust is a feeling. Distrust is a feeling. Mm. That someone cannot be relied upon. Relied means depend on with Full trust or confidence. Okay? Now check this out. Trust means firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Mm -hmm. So trust is a belief. But distrust is a feeling. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Always. Always in your feelings. Did y'all hear that? So look at that. Distrust is a feeling, but trust is a belief. So he comes immediately for your belief. Had God said, and had God said you can't be a doctor? Hmm? Had he said that? No, then you got to combat it before the foundation. He's already ordained to that. That's where the thought came from. That's why the images that I've seen. That's why my imagination, my imagination has been working. What kind of doctor you want to be? Y'all hear that? Tell them what that is. Physical therapist. Do you just want to work for someone or do you want to have your own practice? Say that. Then have your own practice. See, the thing is everything we do, we don't do it to the glory of God. So when you study, you should be studying not for the test, but for the glory of God. You should be doing it to protect his namesake, because the enemy is going to come for his name. Mm. And then all that you do should be in the same manner. All that you do should be in the same manner. Do it unto the glory of God. See, we don't think, our mind don't think like that. <laughs> and See, then you line up to his will. He's supposed to get glory out of everything that you do, even in your failures. He don't move on pity parties, though. He move on faith. He'll give you a minute to get yourself together. He'll give you a minute to get yourself together, but get up. All right. Okay. Here's, this is what's going to mess him up, teacher. We've been told over the years that people must earn your trust. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. You said it too. Yeah, you have. That's a half-truth. That's just for man. Okay? That's for man way of getting to know you, to know each other. Okay? But the best way to bring the best out of people is, Is to show them that you trust them. Mmm. It is. It is good. Okay. All right. Hold on. To show them that you trust them. Make them believe that you trust them with everything. I want you to believe. I want you to trust me. Okay. All right. Actually, when you tell someone you have to earn my trust, in reality, what you're doing, you are reinforcing the seed of distrust. Did y'all hear that? Yes. Y'all heard that in the back? Yes yes sir. Sir. Mm. Okay, I'm going to say it. <laughs> when you tell someone you have to earn my trust, you are reinforcing the seed. Listen, the seed of distrust when you do that. You either trust them or you don't. Y'all hear me? No, you didn't stand up. I got half an hour. God. Oh man. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Did y'all get that? You either trust or you don't. To earn my trust means you still are a suspect.
3: You right,
4: When you tell somebody else, you gotta earn my trust, you still you, you still a suspect. I'm still watching you yeah, uh-huh. prove yourself. Mm-hmm. When people know you don't trust them, it gives them the tendency of I don't care. And that's not what you want, right? That's not what you want out of them. See how the enemy still working with you? You don't know. That you're being deceived. You either trust me or you don't. I've reinforced the distrust when I say you got to earn my trust. I'm reinforcing that seed of distrust already. Okay. All right. All right. And that's not what you want. I told you, see how the seed is working? Yeah, you have. Here they go. They'll say this. Why, why do this? You don't trust me anyway. Ain't no need for me to change. You don't trust me no way. Mm. I told you, man. he got you the husband and wife. We got to get there. When you trust... Yeah, I am. But I got scripture for husband and wife. So got some stuff coming for that one. All right. All right. Hold on, teacher. I'm coming. I'm coming through. All right. I'll see you. So when you trust someone... And they know you don't trust them. It's very difficult most of the time, unless they are possessed by a demon. (laughs) It's very difficult for them to betray you. Y'all get that? It'd be hard for me to betray my wife. We trust each other. Unless I'm possessed, Influence. it'd be hard for me to betray her. It would have to be possessed. I said possession. <laughs> there you go. So I've fallen all away, a uh, retrograde mind, and my conscience has been seared, and I'm done. Okay. <laughs> if you fool around, and that. All right. She'll have a dream and see you before you've done it. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Remember Joseph? Remember Joseph? Remember Joseph in the Bible? He said, because your hands, or because your husband, he was telling Potiphar's wife, because your husband trusts me. I cannot do this thing. I cannot violate his trust in me. I'm sure... I'm sure Potiphar knew his wife. So he put someone in there that he knew. He knew he was a man of God. And he put him in that house for his house and over his wife. But he did not violate his trust from his employee or employer. Peekaboo. All right. Hmm. Potiphar knew his wife I told you that and he had absolute trust in Joseph in Joseph's character he had that character the mental and moral qualities distinct to an individual y'all want that again Character, the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Okay. Amen. Okay, teacher, what what you giving me? Let me know. Okay, I got five. Okay, go to my closing. Y'all notice I never say I'm at my closing. Pretty much, I never say that. It never closes. The old preacher, I'm up I got five closings. Here I go. <laughs> my closing is right there. And she tells me when it's time. That's good. And we work good together. I love that. I can't be in a house just a bunch of friction. It make me insane. I need to command peace in my home. Everybody take a nap. Everybody going down. (laughs) Got to have peace. Got to have peace in my house. We got to have a reset. We got to have reset. We got to have reset. We can't be doing this. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm. That's not the will of God. That's not the will of God. Okay. I got one, two, three, four. Four more pages back in front, but I can't go there. Let me tell you about a friend. A real true friend. And some of y'all claim y'all got friends. They're you friends. A real true friend is designed to help you make your goals a reality. A true friend. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, hold up before you get all there. A true friend is designed to help you. Divine is designed to help you meet your success or your goals in your life. A true friend. Then this is another thing. You need a friend. That friend you need to have. If you don't have this kind of friend in your life, You, you, uh, you, man, I'm telling you, 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 you're destructive. If you don't have a friend to say, all right, right now, put down the defenses, take off the armor, strip down to your spirit. And let's take a good look at your behavior. You're here to help me. No, that's a real friend. You need a friend like that in your life that's not afraid to say, sit down and be quiet. Let me tell you what's going on. See, you need a good friend like that to tell you the truth. Are you that friend? Are you that friend? Are you that friend? See, you need a real friend to tell you the truth. You got to put down first. You need to put down your offenses. And you need to lay it down. You need somebody like that in your life. See, that's what's wrong with a lot of us. There's nobody in your life like that. That's right. so how I teach it me. But I, I mean, most of the men don't want to come. Not all the way. Because I'm going to tell you, you're not running your house right. What is it with the dishes? The dishes they're bring a lot of stuff out of people. Man, my God! Oh, God! Oh, man! Listen, I'm telling you right now. You, you need a friend. Hence the word I said, a friend. You don't need ten friends, but everybody want friends. Hey, look on your Facebook. You got all these friends. They ain't your friend. They tell you what you want to hear. A true friend tell you what you need to hear. That's the problem. Nobody want nobody want a real friend. You only need one of them. Now I'm gonna see what happened to some of y'all friendship. A lot of y'all. I'm told y'all a lot of things. Uh, a lot of things. If I ain't supposed to know, I won't know. But the things that I do know, I'm supposed to know. And if you're going to be with me and you're going to roll with me, you better have your spirit right. Because I already know some of it, it ain't right. If you're going to be with me, you're going to be side by side with me, i watch how you treat each other. See, the problem is that you do things in secret. And nothing is secret with God. If I'm your shepherd and I'm supposed to know something, it will be revealed. The problem is you better be ready to handle it once I reveal it to you. See, this is see they don't want they want me to just play. They want me to just, you know, shout and run and instead of actually showing you love. This is what I'm doing. It is. It, that's what the scripture said. Because it's gonna make you. A better person. It's gonna make you a better friend. What's sick is a lot of us are sick and don't know it. We are sick. You will see it with me in the next twenty-four hours. Okay, it is. It's some love right here. You you have to do this because we're faking it. If you say y'all friends, y'all can't depend on each other. I mean, through anything. Okay. Okay. I mean. If you say that y'all are friends and y'all can't depend on each other for, you know, anything or whatever circumstance, y'all not friends. I'm just saying. That's not a friend.
5: Okay.
4: That, that is associate. Okay. Okay. I, I wouldn't even put it associate, I just put it straight up manipulation. People use people for purposes, to fulfill their needs, uh, spiritually and monetarily. I thought you was my friend. See, people don't do, no, we be lying. We be lying. A friend loveth at all times, the Bible says. Not just how you feel today. You rolling, you roll. Mario, got to be right. You're going to be with me. Got to be right. Fee, you with me, got to be right. You praying for me, you got to be right. You praying for me, you got to be right. You got to be right. And if it ain't right, let's make it right. So don't be surprised when I call you. Because we're going to make it right. <laughs> Woo. Okay. All right. This, this is what stops the congregation from moving forward. Because nobody really wants to be exposed. And to really, to really be a good friend, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be vulnerable. Open. I'm a good friend. You know why? Because I'm vulnerable. I'm I'm open. Because you might hurt me. Doesn't matter. See, that's another thing. The last thing I'm going to say. What's wrong with the majority of us is we haven't learned how to be hurt. You haven't learned how to be hurt. Yep. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with you. You haven't learned how to be hurt. And how do I learn how to be hurt? How do I do this? Because you haven't learned to rise above. You haven't learned to to rise above the circumstance. This is how you haven't learned how to be hurt. what's wrong with us. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. We haven't learned how to be hurt. You haven't, to learn to be, to learn to get over it, you have to rise above. We all stay there. We all stay there. They all stay there because it shows in how you interact with each other. You know, it's like this. If, if there was nothing wrong with relationship, you should never have to come to me about the relationship. So, if you come to me about the relationship, there's something wrong with the relationship. Y'all hear me? You hear me? It's something wrong with the relationship. You should never have to come to me about the relationship. So, that tells me there's something wrong with the relationship with one of you. Well, that is. So, that relationship shows. Your relationship with each other. It shows if it's fake. It shows if it's some Because how you treat each other, your best friend. See, I got scripture for really about how we actually are to walk in love. And we do not. We do not come to that. We do not operate in that. You're supposed to be kind one to another. We don't do that with each other. Don't use that word, my friend, if you're not a friend. Because if you are, I'm going to expect to be your friend. Hello? Man, Man, that's what's wrong. The enemy have us so duped. They have us so duped with our relationships. He has us duped with our relationship with God. How you act with each other, husband and wives, how you act with each other tells me relationship with God. You sometime it, Sometime y'all get along, sometime you don't. That's how your relationship with God. Because you can't have a good relationship with God and a poor one in your home. Out of order. The question is, do you really love God? Because if you really love God, you, I'm going to love. It's. It's part of it. So you might want to think about that. All right. I guess we need to... Oh, I guess good. I need to sit down then. Huh?
5: Awesome word, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah. week. Unless yeah. you want to teach it. I'll, see you. I'll yeah. sit down. I don't well, got you no good. problem. You're good. I heard somebody say, <laughs> sit down, Pastor, sit down.
5: <laughs>
4: no. That's good. Somewhere over... There's
5: somebody over in the corner over there. Did he say that? He said, I heard it wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. It just shows our relationship with God. Um, Our mindset and where we are in our life shows our relationship with God. Because the way that you may interact with me will not determine my response and my interaction with you. See, this is arising above the hurt is that I'm not required to respond to you the same way that you're interacting with me, which means that, mm, thank you, Holy Spirit, is that um, Frida won't mind because I'm going to say it anyway. (laughs) So I know she won't mind. It's a good thing. Last, um, Last week, I think it was last Wednesday, was Tuesday, okay? One day last week, as <laughs> that um, went to work after obviously Sunday service, and I turned around and we greeted each other, but the way that we greeted each other was like we've never greeted each other before, and the hug was not a hug like ever before, and when we embraced, but we didn't initially discuss what happened in the embracing. And it was a, and this is the hug that God is talking about. Man, Frida, that kind of hug, if you can imagine that kind of hug that we get from the body when we hug. That is, it is a relationship. What we felt was what we never had. She was checking on me the next day to to see if I was okay with the hug because she said, I never really hugged you. I said, Yeah, I said, I'm a hug. I said, I was real good with it. I said, but it it wasn't a normal hug. I said, that was a connection. It was a, see, in a connection, relationship is a connection. And a connection is a link of similar elements. Mm. See, we had nothing similar to connect in a unit or a system. I want to bring to life what a real relationship is. It's not because we hang out and do things that we think are fun together. Because when you're born again, we're talking about a relationship. Yeah. It is a linking together of similar elements in a unit. <laughs> see, Frida, we became one. Okay. You, uh, see, no, no, no. See, this thing was real deep. So, Pastor, while you were teaching about relationship, that actually entered into my spirit that when we hug, we, we initially never had a relationship before. What was different is how you saw me. I no longer, we don't see a person as a mere man because we're born again. And that's what I needed for us to connect in a relationship. And now what God has, see, see this is, oh, my Lord. In a marriage here, this is why I said you have to initially be married. It's not because that a man said or a woman said that now you are husband and wife. There has to be a relationship first. There has to be a connection. There has to be a link. Yeah. Right. There has to be a reality <laughs> of your existence. See, I just see you. I, I may can just feel you, but there is no eternal in <clears throat> internal connection between the two. You can be with someone for years and not have a relationship because there's no connection. There's no link. You're on the computer but it's not connected to the Wi-Fi. You have no... (laughs) See, there was a, oh my God. This is going to be real quick because when Pastor was talking about purpose, and he was trying to, he knew that some of you didn't get it. And he was saying, before, God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And purpose, I was trying to, see, what I was trying to hear is what is Holy Spirit saying about purpose. And how is he trying, what is he trying to say to me about purpose? And how do I actually repeat what has already been, but I can't see it? How do I repeat something I've never seen? How can I repeat what is, but it's not, but it is? talking about purpose how do i enter into my purpose that's the question you enter into what is already finished when you function according to purpose when you and how do i function according to purpose See, I need to know what my heavenly father said. So before I was formed in my mother's womb, in the thought of my creator's mind, he said it contained my purpose, his thoughts. So before, (laughs) we're talking about something that doesn't exist, but it does in eternity. The question is, how do I enter into, David, something that I can't see, but I have a real strong desire for it? I can't physically see it, but I see it because I know I have a desire for what I can't see right now. Right. Right. I need you to stay with the being blind my eyes closed, but I still can see. I can see myself in my, my 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 Air Force uniform. I can see that even though my eyes are closed, I can see me, Destiny passing the test. I can see my eyes are closed, but I can I can see because it's a knowing in my eternal being. See, but what you are seeing. That you can't see. The enemy works on the opposite side, Destiny, when it comes to you not going forward in what God has already called to be. Somehow the enemy get you to see that what you can't see. He get you seeing that you're going to fail the test before you take the test. Exactly. He sows disbelief. So he show you what you can't see, and it becomes a reality. So I don't take the test because I already see myself failing the test. But I say you can't fail something you never start. And why not go to the end of the matter? And so if I fail, I take it again. And so, why don't I say within myself, there is no giving up for what I want. Because it's too late. I already see. My desire, your desires causes you to see what's not there. It is your drive. It is the engine towards your purpose. It fuels you with passion. Your desire is not deep and strong enough. Purpose. It manifests when you function according to his purpose. Your purpose manifests. It reveals itself when you go to work and God say it. It manifests itself. It has to be a real, it has to be reality to you. Why you exist? Why do you exist? Why are you living? Is the question. Why are you here? Why, why are you existing? Why are you alive? It's the question. Why are you breathing? And what, Frida, what you did when you hugged me, you, because a relationship does this, Minister Brian. When you have a connection, you draw. You draw. What you did, Frida, you drew breath. Hallelujah. You drew the breath of God. From me, this is why God said, Who touched me? Who withdrew virtue from me? You drew power, you drew something that you could not see, but you felt it. Why do you exist? It should be, Why am I breathing? Because your breath has a purpose. I'm going to end here. Relationship connected elements that are logically linked. There's a logic in our connection. The question is why? Why, Frida, have the enemy been trying to avoid your link with me? Have the same testimony. Had the same type of past and relationship, same number of children. Three girls, one boy. <laughs> see, but the enemy wants you. See, it's okay to have people in your life but you need to know their purpose you can hang out with who this person for this purpose that's all they are but my goal and where I'm going in my path because there's a word if there's not a word for the person in your life okay just know that they're just there When you reach a certain age, it's time now that you know why you're here. There's not much time left. And what are we gonna leave our children? Children. I know we got about the end, and I'm gonna end it right here. I am connected and I know when my time is up, which are my relationship. And capable of being, see. Oh, see here. In a relationship, you're so connected that you are incapable of being separated. This is why the word of God says, what I have joined together. He said, because this is divine. There is a connection, a link that's made to where there is no separation. But there has to be a relationship first. It indicates and permits a true relationship. It indicates and permits connection with identifiable similar elements that we have, attributes, passing myself. See, I'm not, I can work time. I'm, I'm done with my time. Is that you can link. There's some great difference in us. But there are our difference, our, our enhancements for our goal together. Yeah. Yeah. See, our attributes, our quality individually is what's needed for our relationship. That's what calls us to link and connect to where we it's incapable for us to be separated because we are a unit because of our connection, you become a a unit, which is a system that has elements that work together. It's like data and information. See, this is why there is a communication deficiency in people marriages be- and relationship. But I will end there. Praise be unto God. <laughs> I, I just love no. what Pastor has presented today because it should bring you to a place of really Menace. doing what's necessary Amen. in our relationship to get to our purpose and goals in life. Amen. And when it comes to our children, because we have to be that mark and that example for them. Amen? Amen. Amen. Pastor, you've done a real deep thing today Amen. because relationship, y'all, you know, I acted up yesterday in Target. I want y'all to know. Pastor, <laughs> went through, but that was my final place <laughs> when I came to an end of picking up things. So I was having a hard day. and um, Friend loveth
4: at all times. Yeah,
5: amen. amen. I husband had husband two,
4: love it at all times.
5: I had two people with me who were keeping me on, on track and thinking right and moving right. And um, that's why it's real important to have a divine friend. Amen. They know when um, they know when you're mourning or grieving, and and my pastor knew it too, and they both tag team me in a way to where they brought me in a safe landing place. So, Amen. thank you, Pastor Thank you, team. thank you. Thank
4: you. <laughs> oh, Get it right. Amen. You teaching next week? Come on, teach. So, go ahead. Is in you? The altar is open. Whatever you need.